right. Welcome everyone to episode 166 of the Fantasy Timeline. Proud member of the Dynasty Addicts podcast network here. Uh, I'll be, I guess, filling in as uh, more of a host tonight, I guess. It'll MC. really, uh, it'll prove uh, one way or the other, the host with the most. Uh, so I'm Drew at DR underscore PRA, and I'm here with uh, one of our original hosts and creators of the show, Bill at SuperDupaFlex. Bill, how's the week been? Uh, good. You know, the Lions won, so that's always nice. Uh, actually, all of our teams won, so that's a, did. a positive. And all won um, pretty handily. So, um, yeah, it's a good week for football. Uh, probably my worst week of fantasy. Um, mm. My... My teams, I was 500 basically. So it's been a, you know, okay. it's pretty solid overall, but I was 11 and 11. Uh, some of my leagues do versus the median. So like you get double yep. hit when you have a bad week, you know? So yep. I was actually um, in those four leagues, I was 0 and, 0 and 8 basically. So yeah. So it hits you. You got any, uh, any undefeated teams left for you out of the 22? Yeah, so I have 17 leagues actually, and um, okay. the uh, I want to say I have three or four undefeated. Um, I really don't know actually. Um, nice. There's definitely you know, no, uh, any. Yeah, go ahead. Any common themes there? Say that again. Any common themes or common players between the leagues? Um. Yeah, no, I mean. The ones with, like, it's interesting. Like, the ones that I really have um, that I just went hard at wide receiver and completely neglect running back, those are the ones that are doing the best. Um, so, nice. like, all of the ones I went, like, complete zero RB, um, you know, with, like, Raheem Mostert and um, Zach Moss and yep. uh, Jerome Ford, you know, all the players like that seem to be doing the best, which makes sense, right? Because we've had uh, a lot of underperforming running backs this year. And, um, you know, the elite wide receivers, for the most part, are doing pretty well, um, or at least staying, keeping you afloat, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah, how about yourself? Uh, I'd have to go back and take a real count. I'd say, I think I was over 500. I've got about... Between, um, I think, a couple of redraft leagues and then mostly Dynasty, somewhere around probably six, maybe 600 this week, a little, okay. a little better than 500. Um, I've had a couple of teams that uh, I was lucky that had both David Montgomery and Cole Kmet this week. So those teams did pretty well. Um, I've had some, uh, some luck happen where I, I forget which league it was. I you know, eked one out by a point or less this week as well. So uh, a little bit of luck went my way. So uh, overall season's going pretty well, you know, knock on wood, haven't hit too many major injuries. I'd say probably the biggest hardship I've had this year is I've got a couple leagues with uh, Jonathan Taylor in them. So just kind of riding that out. Um, but uh, yeah, overall it's been a, a good start. So, and then, yeah, I think I've only got, maybe one or two that go against the median. And uh, one of them is a Scott fish. And so far I'm eight and oh there, but then uh, there's one that uh, I joined last week, last year. Um, I think 
was it really true through? I forget who it was that uh, one of the, the listeners here that started a, a small Debbie league and joined that and definitely brand new to that arena and it's, it's showing. So, yeah, <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping in a year or two, maybe I'll have something there, but, sure. uh, but yeah, overall it's been fun. So uh, speaking of Jonathan Taylor though, I, we'll start with just a quick bit of news. we got a few folks that are um, eligible to come off the pup list pretty soon. Him being one here. Uh, we've got, Cooper Cup, who apparently is getting ramped up, uh, allegedly for some action this week. And then uh, Kyler Murray is going to hit his window soon, too, I think, uh, to be able to come back soon. So I, I think, you know, based on what the teams are telling us, Cooper Cup seems the most likely to play sooner than later, I suppose. Uh, but I guess, uh, what are you expecting from uh, any of these three guys? Anybody that you're paying more attention to than the others? I think the one I'm most confident is going to play um, at is Cooper Cup. Um, it sounds like uh, the injury wasn't as bad as we initially thought, and this is just a way that they, um, you know, the fact that he's out practicing, fully practicing now is a good sign. Um, I'm, I just have concern about Taylor. Um, we had uh, Josh and I have him in uh, the OG league, and. Um, yeah, I don't feel super confident that even if he comes back, um, he's going to play the whole season. So that's my biggest concern with him. Um, and Kyler, who the hell knows, right? Like, I mean, it's really an odd situation because, I mean, would they really be doing that much better with Kyler playing right now than Dobbs? And, I, don't know. I mean, you, you got to think Kyler wants to get back. Um, but. How many has Arizona won one or two? I want to say just. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. So um, I think. But anyway, like, I mean, there's a chance that they're going to actually win too many to actually get a good quarterback. So that might be good news for Kyler long term. But I have to imagine they're going to give him all the chance in the world to heal, you know, and mm -hmm. don't put him out there too quickly. You're, you got a lot of money invested in him and you feel, you know, you have a capable quarterback. I mean, Dobbs looks fully adequate, you know, like, I mean, yep. more so than a lot of the team's quarterbacks, to be honest. So uh, he fits their scheme, whatever, you know, and he's, he's running just enough and, um, Hollywood Brown looks like an actual, you know, everybody is dis discounting him so much because of the concerns at quarterback. And he looks like he, you know, he's not at his peak with like a, a great quarterback playing, but he's, he's still show like a guy you can put in your starting lineup and feel comfortable. Absolutely. And uh, there was early in the season, I was not starting him sometimes because I was worried, but now it's just, he's an automatic click. And yeah, uh, so that's good. Um, so I would say the cup is the one I feel most uh, comfortable with, like that I feel like I'm, we're going to get a season out of them. Um, the other ones, I'm just a little less confident in that. Um, you have any strong thoughts on that? Yeah, as far as guessing who's going to play more or less, you know, I think we've talked all along, you know, is Jonathan Taylor going to really give it all if he does get out on the field? Um, you know, he, I think he's probably in a position to make some, some business decisions when he's out there. Um, you know, diff very different than when, you know, other guys maybe are on a contract year and they're laying it all out on the field, trying to get the next contract. 
Um, you know, Cup, I, I still have concerns with a 30-year-old that's had, you know, he re-aggravated this again right before the season started. Um, you know, soft tissue is not something that is typically uh, something fun to live with. You know, you have Mike Evans, who's got a, a timely buy right now. Um, and people are still concerned whether he'll come back at 100% for week six. And that's something that he's fought for his career. But, um, yeah, I, I think the the range of values for guys like JT and Kyler make them interesting trade pieces. So, you know, those are a couple guys that whether you have them or whether you want them, uh, I, I think it's worth starting to kick the tires a little bit and maybe put them out there and see what you can get. Um, can you get multiple firsts for Jonathan Taylor still, or, you know, can you get them on a discount? I was listening to the uh, dynasty nerds today and they were talking about a trade um, where there was two later uh, first round picks for uh, JT, um, which I feels okay. Like, I don't necessarily know, like, are you looking to move him before, you know, like just when he start, like maybe he's going to play this week. Do you prefer to move him? Because like, it could be really interesting if he plays, with Richardson, you know, like, yeah, that could be like a, a match made in heaven, but then there's all the background noise. That's like, I mean, it's a risk, right? So it's it, is it somebody that you want to get out of while you can, or is it something like, okay, I, I'm going to, I have a contender. I want to trade for him. Um, or, you know, like, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm pretty I don't well know holding at this is. point. Yeah, I'm pretty well holding. I mean, I'd have to get, you know, I, I think in a super flex league, a 12 team or something like that, if I got a couple of firsts thrown at me for him, I would be, no matter what my build is, whether I'm contending or if I'm rebuilding, you know, I, I think I'm comfortable taking that because if I'm a contender, great, I can throw those firsts at other pieces if, you know, I need a starter two, three weeks from now. Um, I'm not going to take anything less than that because, I mean, I, I've hung on this long. I think he's got enough value that once it once the dust begins to settle or looks like it'll settle, I think his value will be will stay strong. It's not like he's coming back from a major injury or something like that. So um, I would expect that even if it takes longer than we would like it to, uh, you'll be able to get good value or better, closer to market value once we know kind of what direction it's going, whether something's going to work out with the Colts. And, you know, yeah, I would love to see him with Richardson and looks like, uh, you know, that'd be a, a really, really fun combination in the backfield there. Uh, or if he goes to another team that maybe is a, an actual NFL contender where he get, you know, 60, 70 percent of the touches week in and week out. So I think for me, it's mostly hold. If I can get him for less than two firsts, I, I'm definitely entertaining that as well. Again, whether I'm contender or, or not, um, you know, if there's a possibility either way that he could help you if you're, if you're contending, he'll come back and he could put points on the board this year. If he's, if you're not contending, it's, it's just as likely. I think that he might sit out for a few more weeks and, or be hit and miss and not really hurt you, even if it's a potential points league. So like, if you're, um, if you're like a playoff team, maybe not necessarily like the top contender, but you're a playoff team, that's maybe a running back short. Um, you're offering your first, um, plus like a, uh, like how would you do like a first, a second and Khalil Herbert? Uh, it's tough, uh, with the, the week Khalil Herbert just had. And, you know, if, if the bears are going to keep going there, 
Um, or but, Madison yeah. or a player like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think, yeah, first, a second in Madison or first, and even somebody like we talked about already, like a, like a Hollywood Brown, maybe something like that. Somebody like a first who, in Hollywood? Value. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. Um, you know, because again, if I'm a running back short, I probably prefer not to give a running back up. Uh, I'd rather give if I have uh, another player, another position that's um, a little deeper. But yeah, I don't know that I, I don't want to give my 24 and 25 first for Jonathan Taylor right now, because I don't think that's going to be, I would have to feel a lot better about him coming back and, and producing right away. And, uh, you know, I'd want this year to pay for the next two years then. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was interesting. I had a, um, I don't know where this came from. I don't know. Oh, we're talking about Cooper Cup. Um in Trade X3, uh, one of the teams asked me if I was interested in Tyreek Hill and Diggs. Um, and I have I have Cup, so it's like, but he wanted uh, Richardson from me, um, mm. plus. And I'm just like, man, like, I'm pretty loaded at wide receiver. I have Chase, uh, Jefferson, Amon Ra, uh, Cup. Um, Marquise Brown so like I feel pretty good about my wide receivers now those are two elite guys um but I've slowly been building this team with like young players for the most part with exception of cup that like I don't want to like all of a sudden put all my value into two old wide receivers um yeah and me and outhouse are the two top teams in that league right now by points scored and um uh, he ended up trading for Diggs. He gave the guy mm. his first and Raheem Mostert. So like, um, cause the guy's going to try to tank, but he's two and two. Yep. Um, so I think there's already four teams that are and four. So <laughs> like that's yep. an odd time. So, and that's actually a conversation to have is like, you know, you, sometimes when you decide to tank, it's not necessarily worth it. Right. Like if there's 12 teams in the league, there's already four, four oh and four teams that are scoring very few points don't you almost think like it's worth going the opposite way and get lucky in the playoffs or do you are you happy to tank and maybe get the 105 yeah i mean mean, that's that's not really tanking in my book if you end up with you know the five six seven yeah yeah if you end up in that middle five to eight window i mean you uh, can still have a great player but like is yeah. the difference between yeah. the 105 and the 108 that different? No, because I think there's a lot of movement. We've seen a lot of rookie drafts. People can move around between. You can move up from the 108 to the 105 or 6 uh, a lot easier than you can launch yourself into a top four pick. Right. Um, even this year watching folks, you know, people were – I think maybe people put the tier at 105 with, like, Gibbs there, and there are a couple couple leagues that I was in where it was a, a kind of a round robin of whether it was – a quarterback that was left, whether it was, you know, maybe JSN got taken a little bit early, something yeah. like that. So, yeah, I think if, if you've already got a third of your league that's 0-4, 1-3, and, and, you know, they're already 50 to 100 points below you on the year, that's going to be – that's a lot to catch up with. Um, you have to get pretty aggressive at trading a lot of things away, and, and you've got to really kind of settle in and commit to that, probably more than just this year too. Um, so you you gotta you got to be on top of that probably sooner than later. And yeah, I would definitely, you know, don't sell the farm to try to and, and delude yourself thinking you're going to get into, you know, to being a top three team necessarily. But yeah, if you can get into that last spot of the playoffs, you, you have no idea what can happen any given week. Um, so I think at that point, since you're, you're looking at 105 is your best spot, 
maybe you fluke your way into a 104 or you settle with, okay, I'm going to be 107, 108 most likely. Maybe I have a 109, 110 pick, and that means I, I got my buy-in back. And you shouldn't have to give up a lot of your future to get there. Yeah. So that's kind of like one of the things that was was kind of interesting to me. Um, I'm happy to see them dump because now there's five teams that are tanking. Like, yeah. You know, now there's only seven teams contending or competing for the championship this year. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm curious. Like, maybe I, I make a move for Tyreek Hill just to, like it's an arms race between me and Al. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, see what it costs because. I mean, it. You know, Tyreek is going to put points on the board. So, and I forget, are are the TA leagues are they potential points or are they just based on record? Uh, so it varies. I think that ours is potential points, but I think like one of the earlier ones is not. Um, yeah. So if it's potential points, man, you, you can lean on that. Like Tyreek can go off for forty any given week. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, I just hate putting like over compensating. You know what I mean? Like why put more into like a 29 year old wide receiver, although amazing, like he's going to get me eight points more than Hollywood Brown on average, probably. But you know, like it, at the end of the day, there's so much variance. Like, is it really going to end up being that much of a difference? And I have one of these really good players sitting on my bench that I'm not using, you know? So, yeah. Uh, but that's the battle we all deal with, right? Like, yeah. Kinda... Yeah. I mean, those are, those are first world problems, Bill. You know, do I, do I go after and add, uh, you know, do well, I add to Jamar Chase and <laughs> Justin Jefferson and Amon Ra? Well, and yeah. the fact that I have Herbert and Mah- or Herbert and Allen as my quarterbacks and Richardson's on my taxi right now. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a fun team to, I find it took me like well, three let me ask, years. Let me ask there. you this. Let's say, let's say it took the same assets to get Jonathan Taylor or Tyreek Hill on that team for you. Which one would you take? Well, because I build my team out. Well, I would still go with the wide receiver just because. Okay. Uh, I can make do with running backs and I'm not super confident that Jonathan Taylor is going to be there for me in the playoffs. So, um, I'd rather trade for like Aaron Jones and Connor and, you know, players like that, that don't cost me much. And, um, you know, just kind of deal with it that way. I don't necessarily, I've really gotten to the point where I just don't like paying up for, for running back at all. It's a, it's a, a one year proposition now for me, for me. And, because you lose so much value. Like Jonathan Taylor's lost value. Yeah. He's never going to have the tap oh, yeah. value he had even last year, you know, and mm-hmm. he's never going to get it again. He's going to be, he's 24, right? By the end of this season, he'll be yep. 25. And now everybody's like, oh, he's old. So um, yep. I'm always playing the value game, at least um, where like I want to get out of players before they start depreciating, unless they're like the true greats of greats like Tyreek and Diggs and Devante and players like that, that just, yeah. you know, they're going to produce regardless, but um, yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's that time of year, right. Where you guys start kind of thinking about your teams and like, sometimes yeah. I don't like to pull the trigger too early either because any of these guys can get hurt and 
you can still make a decision to add a player later in the season. It might not be the one that's being offered to you right now, but maybe if you're in the position to where you're comfortable that you're going to make the playoffs and do all that. Yeah. You know, maybe it's not important to like make your team look super incredible right now. Like my running backs right now are Aaron Jones, Montgomery, uh, Brian Robinson. So yeah. I'm totally, you know, I'm totally fine just sitting back with those guys. I don't really need to spend up on like a Jonathan Taylor, you know. Um, I mean, if Cup ends up not being able to play, maybe I'm going to be more interested in adding Tyreek, you know. Uh, yeah. So, like, it's it. I want to wait till I have more information, though, I guess, and um, go from there, I guess. Yeah. Well, you mentioned uh, some some good players here, so we'll we'll we're gonna breeze through a quick good, bad, and ugly. Uh, we didn't totally prepare for this, but uh, uh, I'll start with uh, somebody that we've been seeing kind of rise up the Twitter boards and uh, some of the value charts here. Um, some pretty impressive start for C.J. Stroud. I know Josh had him as his QB one coming out of the draft this year. You know, I think uh, Richardson probably went the earliest out of most of the quarterbacks and most rookie drafts, especially in Superflex, based on kind of his upside in the rushing. But you see, uh, was it 150 some odd passes so far that Stroud has had with no interceptions, six touchdowns? Um, you know, does not look like a, a rookie on on paper there. I think the first game was a little bit slow for him, just kind of settling in. In the last three weeks, he's really produced, um, you know, at least for fantasy, even though you know Houston is still Houston. But um, looking at uh, the limited clips that I have from him, he looks like he is settling in uh, pretty well pretty early and making some of these value guys, even the wide receiver position, um, look like they're worth something now. And even Robert Woods, right, as a veteran coming back, uh, has been a little bit interesting if you're in deep, deep league. So um, for rookie starts, you know, C.J. Stroud is somebody that, uh, you know, I had tempered expectations for him. Uh, have him on a couple teams and he's been sitting on taxi and um, I think I'm, I'm getting close to in a couple of these teams where I'm going to have to promote him from the taxi squad and start, start him as a, a QB two um, in a couple of these leagues and maybe make some decisions uh, week to week. Anything uh, you have Richardson, like you said, on that, on, on your team there in, in TA, um, if you were to go back and draft again, Knowing what we know now, four weeks in, do you still feel like Richardson is the the ceiling play there? Do you? Oh, for sure. Do you feel like the yeah, gap is I mean, closed or? yeah, just with the way my team is built, right? With the Allen and uh, Herbert, um, and then Goff's my backup. It's like, okay, do I really want another like player that I'm not sold is has the high upside? I'm totally cool at the position, so why not shoot for the moon? Um, and that's kind of why I picked them. Um, I, after the, I think I ended up with four Richardson, uh, three Stroud and two young coming out of the rookie drafts. And then I traded one of the Strouds. Um, so, uh, regretting that now, um, he definitely looks good. So, I mean, he looks like, he kind of looks Joe Burrow-ish, um, how he, okay. how he, where he places the ball for the receivers. And that's why there's no picks. He's putting the ball like opposite of leverage, you know? So he's given the, the wide receivers chance to go get the ball away from the defender. And just, I mean, he looks really, really good. And the fact that they have a, 
you know, playing at Ohio State, you always have this great offensive line, and they do not have a great offensive line, and he's doing this mm-hmm. now. Like, what's he going to be if they ever get him an offensive line? Like, and I get it. Like, he's probably overshooting what he probably should be doing at this moment, and sometimes it happens. And then once defenses figure out where his weak, weak points are and they start yep. attacking those areas, um, he'll struggle a bit. But the fact that he can come out and do this right away where we see so many – I mean, the system's really good for a quarterback. Um, you know, they're kind of running the San Francisco style offense and definitely makes it easier for a quarterback who just makes the right decisions. Um, and it sounds like he's doing that. So, um, yeah, it's exciting, man. I, I've actually looked at, you know, you go on uh, MFL and you can do the drop down menu to see who what team has each player, you know. Yep. And so I drop down to CJ Stroud, and I'm like, oh man, that, he's not going to trade me. Um, you know, I'm looking to see who I can, yep. <laughs> I can add a few Strouds. And it's like, I mean, it's getting to the point where there's only a, there's less than ten quarterbacks that I would rather have than Stroud. Um, yeah, I mean. Like, is it that different to say Stroud or Trevor Lawrence? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, so, and a lot of people had him in the top seven or eight. So, I mean, you got to imagine Richardson's already up there. Um, He's averaging like 23 points or something (laughs) a game, you know, and he hasn't even played a full game yet. So, or one full game maybe. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, he looks really good. And. I'd almost like what, like let's say you're a, a rebuilding team and you have Burrow. Could you make a move for like Burrow for Stroud Plus? You know what I mean? Like, is that something you do? I mean, um, I I would do that. Um, I think pretty quickly. Uh, like, what would the plus I, I have to be? If I have Burrow and I can get Stroud, and I think I can get anything on top of that. I mean, pick wise, if I could get you know a top 18 pick with it. It's like a, the top half of the second round. And that's I was enough talking for you to make a, that move. That's wow. Yeah. I think, that's uh, awesome. yeah. So, I mean, I've only got one league. Uh, I think I have two leagues with Burrow. So I'm certainly open to, to that kind of a move for. So if you're a contender, would you do that? If I have Burrow? Yeah. Like it, thinking about it the be, opposite way. Is that something that you would do? I mean, I, for this year, I I would have uh, I would have no problem making that kind of a change out based on you know how long is this calf going to linger? You know we'll see what happens after the bye week here. So you know so you burrow and uh, your burrow and your late first. No. No, it'd be burrow and yeah maybe my my burrow and a late second for. You know, maybe swap, probably get a swap seconds. Swap seconds would probably be, yeah, I could get there. I mean, I, ideally it would just be Burrow and maybe some, you know, a, a long shot on a, a rookie somewhere. Um, you know, people are, you know, people are high on, you know, like a Josh Downs or something like that. So I can get Burrow and a Josh Downs for Stroud in their early second. Yeah, that's interesting. That would be a fun trade. That would be. Yeah, that I mean, works my out. My brain isn't even computing this. It's just so um, 
But that's something to think about. Like, cause I think people would do that just because of the borough being, you know, borough's borough. And I kicked I mean, the tires in one league just to see how low somebody was on borough. Uh, they are, um, they're rebuilding. Uh, so I, it's a 12 team. It's one of the safe leagues. So 12 team PPR 2.0 premium. Um, but, uh, they, they made me a, a pretty poor offer for Zach Wilson after this last week. Uh, cause they need quarterback if they're going to contend, but I think they're going to turn the page here. But, uh, so I shot back Zach Wilson and a Baker Mayfield who both have outscored Joe Burrow in this league at this point in the season. They rejected it, but, uh, rightly so. But, you know, I think depending on who you find with Burrow and how impatient they're getting, and, you know, especially I think a lot of people with Burrow as one of their quarterbacks thought that they'd be in uh, a better spot by week four this year. Um, so, so yeah, I and I, I am uh, – Burrow – it depends on where you put Burrow, right? I think Burrow, for me, if I had to force rank him, he'd be probably be QB five or six for me. I think a lot of other That's people fair. have him maybe in the top three or four. So I would say probably six is – Six is about right um, if I were to list out all the quarterbacks. And if you're telling me Stroud is four to five spots off of him, why not? Especially if I can hedge with a, you know another pick next year. Yeah, that's uh, – I'm trying to pull up uh, like some rankings um, just to see like – because. Who's I'll your bet four? Stroud is four Lamar. Uh, so if you go, uh, Alan Mahomes, Hurts, um, yeah. So you got those top three. Then uh, I, I could go between Herbert or Lamar for four or five. You know, four A, four B. Kind of pick your poison there. After that, I see Burrow, Richardson, Lawrence, Tua, Stroud, Fields. Those are the next ones. In la- like, yeah. in- so Burrow, Burrow's probably – yeah, Burrow's six then after Herbert and Lamar. Yeah. And then – And then, you know, I mean, honestly, I I, I could probably be convinced to, to take Richardson over Burrow. Yeah. If you're looking at upside. And then you, you have Tua up there or you – uh, yeah, I, I, I think I would have two in my top 10. I think based on the weapons that he has and how they've been producing. Um, and yeah, I'm, we talked a little bit about the concussion concerns. And at the end of the day, it's football any, any given week, right? Anything can happen. So, um, so yeah, I would say two is probably in the top 10 there. Um, if I had to choose between him and Lawrence, I mean, based on this year, I, I would take two. If I was in a startup now, I'd take two over Lawrence right now. Is Stroud ahead of them? Uh, man, that, I think Tua and Stroud would be tough. I would take Stroud ahead of Lawrence, I think. Okay. So he's at least at nine for you. And do you have them above, all of them above fields? Uh, I would. Yeah, I would. Too. Yep. I think so, Fields is right on that, that QB1 cusp. Yep. So he's so, probably in the. 11 through 14 are at least in this. This is a fantasy pros rankings um, dynasty fields, Prescott, Watson, Kyler. Um, it gets kind of ugly, you know, like yeah. I'd almost rather Kyler at that point, like, oh. but I'm not super high on him either. It's just, you know, it's, it's a no. kind of a funky, uh, funky area. 
I would probably take Fields over Deshaun, Kyler, and Dak. Uh, who's and and Dak? I mean, Dak is probably the safest. I agree with that. Uh, but uh, you know, Fields has the rushing upside, and then yeah, I mean, you know, if these rumors come up where the Bears truly have either the top two picks or two of the top three picks this year, there's no way they're not getting Caleb. Yeah, I and agree then with that. you know, and Fields, yeah, maybe he gets a fresh start somewhere and. I could see him having some, you know, a kind of rejuvenation and renaissance for a couple of years somewhere else. So I would bet on that more than Deshaun Watson, I think, fully getting back to his peak. Um, Dak ever getting to a true ceiling of either of those guys with their rushing upside. Yeah, I, I think we're kind of in the same area. I think most people are going to have uh, Stroud in that top nine. And so it's just a matter of where in that um, – and and where they are, where the, he is compared, like in a tier with other players. Yeah, you know, and yeah. So I think for me, if I probably view Burrow as seven, then if push comes to shove, I put Richardson at six, put Burrow at seven, maybe Tua at eight, and then Stroud at nine. And would and would you have him in the same tier as Burrow? It sounds like you're pretty close. Yeah, uh, I would say. Yeah, Richardson, I think, could probably eke up or down, but I, I would probably shove him with his rushing upside up into, you know, the bottom of the, like the Lamar, Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. Yep. Herbert, Lamar, and Richardson come together. Yeah, that's interesting. This is a fun thought experiment. I hadn't even considered making a move like that as a contender. And, yeah. And that makes a lot of sense because um, it's almost like counterintuitive, right? Like, mm-hmm. but giving away the main brand. You're buying low, right? You're trying to buy as low as Fine, you, yeah. you think you're going to be able yep. to get. And especially if if he opens up his rushing at all that we saw like against Georgia, mm-hmm. like that's a yep. whole nother facet that we haven't seen yet. But yeah. once he gets comfortable with the offense and um, yeah. you know, like and all he, he needs is 30, 40 yards. Lanes, yeah. Yep. Like it could be interesting. And he might have a little bit yeah. of upside. He might have some Daniel Jones, maybe not 700 yards. That's quite but, Yeah. But you know what I mean, like the yeah, some but Mahomes, yards right? rushing like, or something. Yeah, like what Mahomes does, picks the right spots, takes what he gets without getting hit. You have to respect his legs a little bit, so you can't just drop totally into coverage. So, um, so yeah, so some different different thoughts there. If if you've got him or if you want him, um, but yeah, I think he's good enough that he's in that conversation now, where he's somebody that you want to target before he gets another level higher in performance and more expensive man he has 50 yards rushing um so on pace for a little over 200 um yeah and this is not him taking off at all you know so right um yeah i don't know got me thinking now <laughs> might have to check so, some teams out if we uh we hang if up we flip-flop this. it here yeah if we flip-flop it though and go to the bad Anything uh, that you've got that comes to mind immediately for bad this last week? For me, bad. Uh, I mean, man, Denver is bad. Like their defense. Like you give up seventy, and then Fields, who we've all been talking about, how he's been struggling. They make him look like uh, the second coming. Uh, he has never passed as well as he has. Throws four touchdowns. Started out sixteen of sixteen or whatever it was. Three hundred yards. Yeah. Um, first yeah. Time. So, like, it, it's interesting. Um, it's just 
they're so bad. Their defense is awful. And, um, yeah, I just – I don't know, man. It's, like, it's scary if you have offensive – like, if you have running backs on this team, like mm-hmm. like Javante, Piran's not doing shit. Um, nope. You know, it's almost like Jaleel McLaughlin looks like the most uh, – you know, yeah. he's got the most uh, juice out of any of them. And uh, he's the guy that was picked by uh, Peyton, so who knows with that. Yeah. But, um, Makes yeah. lineup decisions easier if you're debating between two players in a similar tier, similar skill set. Maybe their average points look the same so far. If one of them's playing the Broncos, I feel like that tips it pretty easily there. Yeah, kind of like the old uh, was a few years ago in Arizona against your tight end. Just don't even look twice. Check the box and move on. Yeah, it's uh, so. it's just rough. It's going to be a bad year yeah. for them, and and they play uh, Kansas City two out of the next three weeks, so. Like, I mean, they could be Owen, what, seven before seven. you know it. Yeah. So, um, they could yeah, be give Chicago in the battle for, for uh, yeah. Did Chicago hurt themselves by, by beating the Broncos? Well, no, the Broncos won, didn't they? Didn't oh, the did Broncos they? Ended up okay. winning. Yeah. Oh, did they? I, I didn't, uh, I honestly don't remember. They were up 28 to seven, and then the Broncos came back. So, I think that's oh, right. Gosh. Yeah. I was just watching so the, lump the Bears defense in there. So I guess they can't be 0 seven because yeah, the uh, the Bears ended up losing. So, uh, but they're in rough yeah. shape. Yeah, it's just a an odd situation there in general. Yeah, and then they just got rid of uh, Randy Gregory. They cut him, and mm-hmm. uh, just a we- weird. Uh, their defense just got worse. So. Yep. Yeah, it's a. Uh, yep. It's like a extravaganza every uh, week when yeah. I was playing Denver. So. R- rumors of uh, Carolina's looking for a wide receiver one, right? So you have, you know, Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy's names being thrown around there as well. It, even T Higgins could be an option. Like mm-hmm. if, if um, they were talking about that on uh, nerds and it, that makes a lot of sense, you know, if they yep. want to get aggressive and, um, get T Higgins, you know, his contract's about to come up anyway. Um, he's the most wide receiver one of those three, you know, yep. but, but maybe they uh, don't want to give up all the assets they'd have to give up for T Higgins. So um, those are definitely a couple options, which makes that offense even worse. So it's it ridiculous. <laughs> Pete. So yeah, it's, it's fun. Um, it's going to be a fun it's just fun. It's not the Lions, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm just really happy to not experience that. So, Yeah, I mean, you guys are looking really good in, in multiple phases right now, which is yes. exciting. It's exciting. Um, um, this is what so Cincinnati it, felt like, you know, a few <laughs> years ago, and the Bills yeah, started to feel. When, yep. You know, so, yeah, yep. it's, it's fun. Uh, last one, uh, ugly, before, before we have to lump the Broncos in there. Um, ugly for me, uh, man, Monday night Manning cast watching Eli and Sean O'Hara try to talk. <laughs> that was wild. While, while Daniel Jones is getting obliterated. Um, yeah, that, that was, that was, uh, embarrassing, awkward, all the synonyms, uh, but just ugly as far as. You know, the, the football they were trying to play, you know, couldn't find Waller, couldn't find anything beyond four yards down the field. Um, it was it was a mess. 
Um, anything that, <laughs> anything positive that you took away from, from that at all, from that experience outside of how important is Saquon to your offense? I mean, the only th- positive thing I took out of that was Wandale Robinson. Yeah. Like that, that's it. Yeah. And, um, he's going to be that short outlet, you know, like, yeah, that busy, busy person. Yep. That, that's the only thing. So if you can get Wandale for, uh, you know, for cheap, uh, this might be the week to do it. Um, cause he always gets peppered with targets when he plays. So, yeah, uh, it's just when he plays. So, yeah. Yeah, that was that, that was, was a rough a, that experience. was a rough watch for sure. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Giants look look rough, and I mean, it's not like it's not like Seattle has this incredible defense. Although Witherspoon looked like uh, looked like a top top tight end or top uh, cornerback already. Like he looked awesome. And, yeah, um, but th- their defense overall isn't like. Yeah, I mean they were getting good either. pressure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I forgot, I forgot which, uh, which edge rusher they, um, they said, you know, remind them of Michael Bennett when he was there, which against that, against that Giants line, I guess most people probably look like yeah. he's in a boom there. So, yeah, but, yeah, uh, that was but, yeah. a rough watch for sure. Let me see here. I had a, I was going to go kind of back to our original, uh, where the timeline came from picking a few things up here. Uh, off the timeline, we did have a trade come through that uh, I think Jay Money wanted to to talk through. It's a it's a one QB question here. Yep. Uh, let me see if I can find that. That I think that was in the timeline chat. Was it in the chat? Okay. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, twelve team. Um, only having to start eight, so you want to be top heavy here. Half PPR, uh, and he's asking, does he? Uh, does he want to have a 24 late first or Devontae Adams? I mean, that's a smash Devontae Adams. And, and I'll pay two late firsts for um, Devontae Adams, to be honest with you. Like in a start eight, like, yeah. Because what are you going to get at the end of the first round in a, in a uh, one QB? Like, yeah. You're basically getting a mid. That's a, those are essentially mid second rounders and super flex. So, like, and and you want those the elite of the elite and start eight. So, um, I actually this offseason I traded two late firsts for for Devante. So, I guess that answers at least in a super flex or in a one QB. It was one QB. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I late. I agree. Yeah, you're you're looking for. Um, the top, top heavy. So yeah, if you can get Adams, Chase, Jefferson, Tyreek, Diggs, you get them. And it just doesn't matter. He just gets targets. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It doesn't matter what quarterback it is. Like he's yeah. just getting targets. And it was crazy this week because he was he had zero points at half. Yeah. I was watching a couple of teams where I had him and it was like, well, shoot, you know, age, whatever, getting dinged up. Maybe he realizes he wants to make quarterback's some... awful. Yeah, get get some of his own business decisions out there, maybe not going for stretching as far as he could. And then all of a sudden I look at the end of the game and he's double digits like any other, any other week with Aiden O'Connell thrown at him. Yep. So, so yeah, yeah that's awesome. a pretty easy one for me actually. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, speaking of uh, CJ Stroud, uh, going back to that, uh, Jeff Milner here at geek underscore mill just tweeted a couple hours ago. 
Uh, he's starting CJ Stroud over Trevor Lawrence in week five. How did we get here already? I mean, the, the sample size is, is, is big enough for me. And, and again, so it's the matchup, right? Cause Lawrence is in Europe again, going against the bills defense, who's looked pretty good overall. Yeah. You know, we, we couldn't, couldn't stop. I mean, we held the jets to a low, low total week one, uh, you know, loss on a special teams playing overtime. So we haven't been giving up a lot of points. We just couldn't score a lot. You know, Allen looked rough that first week, but, um, the, the defense overalls look good. So I get that. I absolutely get that starting CJ Stroud. I don't even know who the, the Texans play this week though. Do you know offhand? I'll look it up, but like, yeah, I don't it, think it really matters. Um, Cause I think he's going to be, uh, he's going to be progressing still. And, you know, even if he hits kind of the, the average of what he's done each week here, including his week one, he'll be locked into a top end QB two performance this week. Uh, Falcons. Oh, Say less. Yeah, so it's uh, – um, I mean, it's interesting because after week one even, you're like – you could say after week one, it's like, man, Trevor looks good, you know, like Ridley and him clicking, and then something happened. And it, it yep. can't be Zay Jones got hurt. No. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only thing I can pick out of the offense that changed from week one to week two – and it's uh, they just not look great. They've just looked a little, you know, just could they beat? They beat Atlanta, right? So like that in England, yeah. Um, which isn't saying much. No. And, and so it's uh, they didn't necessarily look great either. Um. No, and uh, Ridley's Ridley's uh, you know points, all of the the stats that matter for wide receiver production have been declining week over week. What do you week. do with him? Is he somebody that you, if you're in a contender, that you go after, and maybe somebody's like a little turned off by it, or is this somebody you're just kind of going, eh? Like, yeah, yeah. it's funny. I think uh, I, I was listening to uh, Matt Waldman uh, a recent episode of his, and he was talking about. You know, his general philosophy is when you've got multiple talents and a team, you go for the cheaper, right? You go back to, uh, what is it, the beautiful mind and the, the principle there. You don't go after the prettiest girl in the bar. You find the second prettiest girl in the bar because, you know, everybody else is going after the first one. So, you know, in this offense, it, it's Christian Kirk, right? You know, and until they're, until the cost to get both of them is close enough that Ridley becomes a value, I think you're still looking at a Christian Kirk or Zay Jones even while he's injured. I don't know that, you know, if somebody's truly panicking and you can get, again, the cost is similar enough between Ridley and Kirk, then I do it. But if there's, if there's more than a second round pick difference between the two, give me Christian Kirk. Yeah, I don't hate that. Um, by the way, DLF just updated their website. I saw that. I saw that on Instagram. I haven't played with it yet. How's yeah. it look? I mean, it doesn't look that different. Um, but I think it saves your sign-in a lot longer, which is Thank great. goodness. Thank goodness. Um, Love that. Yeah, so oh. it's running a little slower than I experienced before, though. Um, so maybe they just That's need right. to. Yeah, let it ride. Um, I've yeah. got another one here uh, going back to another guy that we talked about. 12-team um, Dynasty PPR Superflex as a rebuilding team. Would you rather have Hollywood Brown or would you rather get a package of Jaden Reed, a late 24 second and a random third in 25? 
So read a second and a third. Yep. Or who? Hollywood Brown. In a As rebuild. a rebuilding. Yeah, I, I, I would be okay making that move. Um, I. And taking the package? I think so. Like, if you're just looking to get points off your uh, roster, off your, you know, out of your starting lineup, um, Reed is still, there's some hope there. Um, I don't necessarily think he'll ever be Hollywood Brown. Um, you could also just hold and wait until uh, Kyler is about to come back and people could get excited and you might be able to get more. But if that's the offer and you want to get him off your roster, I'm fine with that. Um I love Hollywood Brown, so it'd be harder for Same. me to make that move. Um, but like, I don't think it's out of the one standard deviation where I could say it's like ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like um, it's within the uh, bounds of reason. It's not Zach Wilson and Baker for Burrow. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I voted on this poll, and I, I I'm in the minority of the 36 percent that said hang on to, to Hollywood. Because he's another one that's also been tossed around as possibly, you know, the wide receiver one that Carolina is looking for. Um, you got a couple aging guys there with, you know, Chark can't stay on the field. And, you know, Thielen is kind of, I think, having his last gasp right now. Yeah, you just need somebody who can separate a little bit. And they don't really have that guy. Um, you have the 50-50 guy. You have uh, Thielen, who kind of is a vacuum cleaner, but he doesn't, like, really separate. Um so Hollywood could be the Hollywood be, would actually be a good compliment, actually probably more so than um, T Higgins, Higgins, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So I think for now, even if I'm rebuilding, I, I, I would probably hold on to him for a couple more weeks. Like you said, whether it's Kyler coming back or maybe he has a couple more um, good, good weeks where you can really build in the value and, uh, you know, find a, another fringe contender who needs that receiver to put them over the edge for the season. And, maybe squeeze a little bit more out of that. Um, so I, I personally would want to go a little bit, uh, you know, a little more consolidated here um, than Jaden Reed in the second next year. But uh, I, I get the idea that you could get the points off your, your roster now, again, depending on what your, your league setup is and how you uh, organize the draft next year. And it probably depends on how active the league is also, because like, if you feel like you can make a lot of maneuvers with those broken down assets, like I think that that's something to consider. Or if it's not a, um, if it's not a act an active league, maybe you don't want to make that move because um, you end up with a bunch of kind of whatever pieces. picks, yeah, and you hold on yeah. to the guy who actually can produce. Yeah. Um, last thing here, uh, since we don't have anything in the chat coming through right now. Um, seeing a lot of people the last couple of days on the timeline just throwing in all of their waiver wire scoops for the week, you know, whether it's redraft or, or not, but um, I guess anybody on your kind of deep on your radar that you're looking ahead in your leagues that you're, you've put waivers in, I think most of them have run by now, but anybody that you put some waivers in for last night that uh, you were excited to get today. I mean, I don't know, like that I was excited to get, but like, you know, a lot like Ronnie Rivers is somebody that's interesting to me, the backup for uh, uh, the Chargers running back. Um, okay. You know, Kelly doesn't look fantastic. Um, so nope. maybe he, Rivers, takes over. And I had heard some things in the um, 
in the preseason where people are really excited to see what Ronnie Rivers could do. Um, he is the return guy too, so he's kind of got a little bit of juice in that regard. Um, tight end premiums, I was um, adding Ogletree, um, the tight end mm-hmm. from Indy, uh, yep. in a few leagues. Um, he's interesting. He's just uh, played at Youngstown State, so a smaller school. It's his second year. He's starting to get some play. Um, if you look at his snap shares, it's kind of going up a little bit. Um, you know, that team's just so funky because they have so many tight ends. So that's like, you know, I don't necessarily know that he's ever going to be it, but, um, you know, he's somebody that's interesting that if he pops a few times, there could be a lot of excitement for him. And, and maybe this is what this team is, is they just want a bunch of big physical bodies that, you know, it's a little easier for, uh, Richardson to hit, you know? And, um, so maybe that's the plan. I don't know. Um, have to think about some other one. I've been picking up that D Mercado, um, the Arizona running back. Uh, he's starting to get a little bit more play. Um, I know they have Keontae Ingram that maybe when he comes back, yeah. but uh, D Mercado was the guy who, uh, where he, he played at TCU, I think. Um, and he actually, the starter got hurt and he ended up uh, playing really well in their bowl game. So, um, somebody to just keep an eye on. Um, I've been trying to throw him on, like if I have, you know, extra roster spot here or there. Um, but mainly it's, it's running backs that I'm looking to add, uh, Demario Davis, uh, wide receiver for, um, um, the chargers. He was getting a little bit of play in the backfield and some, more targets than Quentin okay. Johnson. So. Quentin Johnson, yeah, yep, that was a rough one. But yeah, that's about it. Like that can come to, that comes to mind. How about you? Yeah, I, I honestly didn't put a whole lot of waivers in this week. Um, most of my rosters are already kind of full with uh, the bench churners already. Good players, yeah. And then, well, uh, and and then also being in leagues with people like you who are already putting some of these deeper guys on their roster, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to come by some of these folks, but um, yeah, I was definitely, uh, I pick up Olga in a couple of places in the tight end premiums, which was, we'll see what happens, you know, and so hopefully something shakes out there, you know, at some point they've got to get some continuity, but, um, but yeah, I'm kind of the same way looking to see, you know, can I stash somebody that is an injury or, or two away from uh, making something happen. So uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's all that I found here, uh, on the timeline this week. And, um, yeah, it feels like we got through a, a good bit, kind of a, a variety of different players and, um, yeah, a couple themes there. It'll be interesting to see, uh, for the, the couple teams that I have burrow on, I think I, I may go and make a couple of those offers and see what happens with a, a CJ Stroud and see if those, uh, those teams are open to something like that, or if they're, um, you know, kind of digging in and waiting to see how high is high down the road here. Is there anybody else you're thinking about adding or uh, trying to unload? Um, whether you think that somebody's undervalued or, or overvalued at this point? Um, I was trying to think as about far as, like, um, is, is T Higgins a guy worth, like we talked about that last week, like T Higgins might be an ad. Now he got hurt. Um, yeah. Is he more of yeah. an ad now? Yeah, I put a couple offers out, a um, couple of packages that included him, um, and they didn't uh, didn't even get a counter back for either one. But um, 
you know, I think people are waiting to see. I haven't found too many folks. I did see a couple of trades. Um, gosh, I forget which league it's in, uh, where he was a part of a package that I think he and CMC were moved to a contending team. And then the uh, rebuilding team got, uh, got a quarterback. I think they might have gotten Kyler plus or something back. Um, so that was an interesting one to see he was a part of there. But, um, but yeah, you know, I, I certainly, I like T Higgins. I've liked him since he came out. Um, so I would, I would be open to going after him still. And, you know, maybe with the bye weeks coming up, if people need the depth, need starters, you could maybe add a little bit more pressure that way to get there. Um, I think for me, I, I tend to get impatient with quarterbacks. So I've only got, I think two teams that have Bryce young. So I'm kind of trying to figure out what, you know, how long do I want to wait there on Carolina to, see what happens with him as the first pick overall. Uh, you got to believe that he's, you know, he's got to be NFL ready. Uh, I forget. Was it, um, I, I listened to the same dummies episode you were talking about. I forget if they talked about him or if it was, I think maybe it was Waldman talking about him where, you know, the, the game seems to be slow enough for him. He's processing well. Um, just, you know, doesn't have maybe the, the weapons yet to really, um, you know, maybe show his true potential. So, you know, I, I think that's one where I, I don't have a real good pulse on where people's values uh, of him are because his value, I, I picked him up, I think, at the 105 in, in one of the leagues that I got him because he, he dropped there. Um, so I think that's still kind of indicative of where, where a lot of people are with his value. So he's one that if somebody came knocking, I, I would certainly entertain the idea and try to build something that, that I felt good about. Um, like, I mean, it's just kind of, yeah, in that vein, is there, what do you think the difference is for you between him and Stroud at this point? Eh. I mean, I don't think a second's going to get it done. Could you do like, a, like, I mean, why would you do that, right? If you have Stroud, like, I don't. Yeah. Because you have a guy who's already shown it versus a guy who hasn't. Um. I almost think you'd have to do like Bryce Young in a late first for Stroud in a second, maybe. And maybe they don't even take that. Yeah. Maybe they just want Bryce Young in the first for yeah. Stroud. Um, You're not I mean, getting an age difference. You're not, you know, adding a whole lot of, of other value there. So, yeah, I'm pulling up Stroud uh, right now to see if there's any trades that happened in the last couple of days. Um, uh, I did just see. I did look up T. Higgins. There's a T. Higgins for DeAndre Swift trade. Um, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. So since uh, well, since yesterday, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of moving parts on this one. Uh, Stroud, Everett, and Achan. Okay. For Goddard. Gibson and two firsts, 24 firsts. I don't, who knows how early. Yeah. Um, but you got to figure HN's now a first, right? At least. Um, Everett's probably a little bit uh, more than Antonio Gibson. So yeah. then you got a first and Goddard for Stroud, minus the difference between Everett and Antonio Gibson. Yeah. So Goddard and a first for Stroud-ish. Uh, there's another do, one, Jalen Hurts and Dawson Knox for C.J. Stroud and Sam Laporta. Wow. That's a fun one. That is. 
I don't necessarily know I do that. Um, but if you're high on Laporta, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, especially if it's a two point premium or something like that, like, how do you ha- handle that? Right. Because like Laporta, like is kind of in the same boat as Stroud, right? Like he started out really mm-hmm. well his rookie year. I mean, we've seen yep. this happen before where people kind of taper down a little bit. Um, so people get too excited, um, which we might be doing that. I don't know. Um, but there's enough to sh- there. There's enough of a signal on both of them to make us think that they are who we see. Yeah. Um, but I have a hard time giving up Jalen Hurts. I would. Um, something else to hedge there a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I. But that's ex- that's fun. If you're in a rebuild, that could be a fun. Yeah. Trade. Yeah, which I mean, even then, like, what you, you add add their presumably late second or something like that. I would think you should be able to squeeze a little bit more out if you've got Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And you're, you know, if he's your best quarterback, your only quarterback, maybe. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's that's interesting to see that those two are in the same. Yeah, I'm pulling I mean, Bryce Young to see if there's anything yeah. interesting. I mean, it's basically Jalen Hurts. I mean, Dawson Knox has minimal value at this point. Yeah. I think people are waiting for Kincaid to take over. I mean, people are waiting for, for that to happen, you know, once he got drafted there. A uh, young and a third for a 24 and 26 first and a 10 teamer. Okay. L- Lamar for young Addison, a second and a third. Um, Bryce Young for Garrett Wilson, a first and a fourth. Wow. I would Bryce- take Garrett Wilson in the first. Same. I think that's uh, somebody freaking out about. That was on the 30th of September. So this was before this last week. Mm. People were a little bit lower on him. Bryce Young for ETN. Straight up? Yeah. 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 Take the quarterback there in the super flex. I agree with that. Yeah. So, I mean, but it looks like Young is definitely not pulling the same. Um, I mean, are you motivated to pay that? Like uh, first and Young for Stroud? That's tough. Like, I'm really learning to, like, maybe not worry about trading my late firsts anymore. Like, I always wanted to hold on to them, but, like, I feel like there's just so much, like, you know, it's just, just, you're lucky if you hit, right? You might hit, but you might not. And I think it's probably more unlikely you hit than you do, you know? Because even if you get a player that contributes, it doesn't mean that they're going to be a great player. Um, right. I mean, this year maybe you're one twelve. You were you were lucky to get Laporta if you liked him better than Meyer. Um, you maybe took HN there if you were running back needy and you went to fill a position instead of. You might have you know, taken Bigsby because you were excited. You, you, yep. You know, like I mean, you could have taken. There's a lot of players you could have taken that didn't hit. Um, even in the last few years, I mean, I think we'll see, we see more that hit than we think. Um, Cause I feel yeah, like, I mean, Garrett Wilson was one of those guys. He was a late first. Yeah. Jalen Waddle was a late first. So yeah, Wilson they're, they're was a, wasn't there. Wilson a top six guy. Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I think so. Wasn't. Oh. Yeah. He was like a Last top year? five guy. Yeah. Cause it was, um, I'm gonna have to pull that up because yeah, uh, 
Um, isn't that the year with Traylon Burks and um, Drake London, London and Jameson and Olave? And Wilson was one of the like top five picks because Olave oh, okay. and Jameson were t- traditionally the last two that were taken in that tier. Okay. Yeah. So you could have gotten Traylon Burks before him sometimes. Yep. <laughs> so that's wild. So yeah, I don't know. That that'd be interesting. Uh, again, depends on some of what your team makeup is, but um, but yeah, I think that's probably a, a healthier perspective to take. Uh, especially if it gets you to somebody that you like and you're more confident in. So if you're in that place where you're kind of lukewarm on a guy like Bryce Young, you're not sure what to do, uh, you're contending otherwise, and you can get a player that's already proven in the first four weeks that he's doing it. And again, same age, you have the same presumable runway as far as years of service on your team. And with, you know, limited weapons, you know, nobody – Nobody. I saw a tweet earlier, you know, we're all going out there making offers for the Houston offense like we thought we would be three months ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and that trade with the Laporta things got me thinking. I was We were talking about this. I'm in the uh, uh, Dynasty Theory Discord. Um, good dudes. Okay. Uh, definitely. It's free to get in there. So anybody that wants to hop in there, hop in. Um, there's also yeah. a Patreon area, but um, you can get a lot of the parts for free. Um, but I actually asked them like, what do you need to add to Laporta or to, to Pitts to get Laporta now? And like, it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty crazy how shit changes so quickly, you know, like, um, I don't even know the answer to that. Like you're getting a guy who's actually playing and getting points every week, or you're getting a guy who has hope at some point, like, yeah. But I forget who tweeted it earlier. Yeah, we can. Uh, but speaking to Pitts, uh, I forgot who put it up there yesterday, I think, uh, on Twitter that um, if his name wasn't Pitts, you would have dropped him by now. It's true. Like redraft, I, I would drop him for sure. Um, yeah. All right, let's see here. A couple sneaking into the, the 11th hour from Calvo. What's up, fellas? Would you all trade Jamar uh, for DeAndre Swift or Kenneth Walker? Receivers are CD, Amon Ra, and Pittman. RBs are Madison and Rashad White. I mean, I is would this... check to see what Amon Ra's injury is um, because he's got an abdominal issue. Um, if it's start three wide receivers, I would be a little more hesitant to until I knew what happened to Amon Ra. Um, there was a... Uh, one of the doctors was like, hopefully it's not a sports hernia. So if it's a sports hernia, I'd be a little worried. Um, but otherwise, yes, I probably would. Um, yeah, I'm not super happy with those running backs. So I would probably trade Jamar um, for probably either of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, are, are you assuming this is for redraft or for yeah, dynasty? Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. it's redraft, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah. And again, we talked a little bit about where we are kind of on Burrow and that offense in general now. And, um, yeah. Do you have a preference between Swift or Walker? If you were going to. I mean, I'm biased. Them? So like, I mean, Kenneth Walker played for Michigan state, um, my alma mater. So like I would take him. Um, but I mean, Swift, man, <laughs> like it looks like he's taken a hold of that, that, uh, job. So, um, 
I would rather Kenneth Walker though. Like I just feel like he's a little more dynamic. So and they're just definitely more of a run offense. It has more touchdown opportunity than um, anything within the five yard line. You almost think it's going to uh, Jalen Hurts, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How about you? I could see that. Uh, I I'm probably tilted the other way a little bit. I, I like Swift and the the work that they're giving him. Um, I do agree. You know, the touch the touchdowns are going to be tough to come by. I don't know what the sweet spot is, and have to break a forty yard run to get there. Because um, even once you get inside the red zone, you don't even have to be inside the five, but you've got plenty AJ. of other targets. Yeah, yeah. AJ Brown, you know, you know, um, Devonta Smith can get open, and you know, all he needs is a, a sliver of daylight to to make a, a catch there, and you still got Goddard roaming around. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I would agree. Walker's probably more uh, touchdown dependent or touchdown reliable, um, but you know, Swift is, you know, on the better offense that presumably puts up more points. So, and I feel like Swift doesn't have as much competition behind him. Um, yeah. I could be worried. Like, I mean, I gotta say Charbonnet does look like a, um, a good back that can complement Walker really well. And like if, when they need physical, um, runs, you know, which goal line runs, uh, I gotta think that, uh, they're going to be going with Charbonnet because he has trucked some people, like when he's played. So yeah, doesn't sound like you have a bad option there, but the short answer is yes. I think we'd, we'd both say go for that move. Yep. Um, so then from Ventro here, uh, would you trade James Cook, James Connor, Devonta Smith and Tyler Lockett for Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, Chris Godwin, Zach Moss, full PPR 14 team. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, totally. Um, I'm just wondering if this is dynasty or not. If it's 14 team, man, it makes me think it's dynasty, which makes me think like this is a ridiculous haul, doesn't it? Yeah. Like Addison and Devonta Smith aren't that different in value. Nope. Godwin's so worth got, both the running backs. Then you got Connor, Cook, and Lockett for Jefferson, Godwin, and Moss. Like, yeah, I mean, I understand it's 14 teams, so, like, you're giving up, what, one, two, three, four starters for three starters? It's redraft. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a little closer. Um, but Jefferson's a fucking stud. And then, he is. you know, like, Addison's going to be getting more and more. Um, Godwin, you know, you started to see him start to get peppered when uh, Evans got hurt. Um, I mean, if you're good at running back, totally. Yeah. Um, I mean, Zach Moss is going to be equivalent to either Cook or Connor, as long as Jonathan Taylor is. I mean, it's a little bit more risk on your depth, but if you're, if you're good at running back, I I say for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw Justin Jefferson and that's why I said yes. So that's, that's also a little bit of bias here. I mean, but he's the best wide receiver by far. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's others that are going to score like him, but like, I mean, he just, yeah. Week in and week out. I don't feel as comfortable with Devonta Smith, Lockett. I mean, Mm-mm. like, I like them, but starting RBs would be Khalil Herbert and Moss. Okay, so you're giving up your starters, basically. Yeah. Um, Which, I mean, even then, you know, can you turn Addison into another running back if you needed to if you're. I know some people will get a little bit um, 
tentative when you start having to, you know, people a couple years ago was, you know, is it okay to have chase and, uh, why can't I think of it? We just talked about them. Higgins. Yeah. Is it okay to have both chase and Higgins on the same, you know, roster? Yeah. I mean, at that point when, when Joe Burrow is supporting both of those, you know, we're watching Kirk Cousins support a ridiculous amount of volume, uh, in the past game right now. So, and yeah, yeah my is not your... FFPC league is, um, I have, I have, um, Jefferson and Addison. Yeah. I'm totally and fine. This, <laughs> this, this trade is not your last trade of the year either. Yeah. You know, hopefully so, you can. I would definitely yeah, make a that's... move to like add to your running backs, but like, I mean, Herbert's even then, not terrible. Like it's 14 teams. So it's not like you have to yep. have the studs. Um, yep. you know, take you a page out of your, your book there, Bill. Yeah. Just kind of patchwork what you can scour the waiver wire, you know, be, be a week ahead of, I mean, now if this is like a start, like 12 or 13 or something, then my answer changes. Uh, But if it's like a start 10, then I I really like that trade. Yeah. That sounds fun. Love hearing some different redraft styles out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to uh, to see 14 teamer. That's, that's cool. (laughs) Well, Bill, I, I, I told my wife, you know, because it's just the two of us, you know, Hey, this this should be pretty efficient. We'll be uh, we'll be right at the sixty minute mark, but you know we're we're doing Josh proud here, um, hoping he feels better. But um, yeah, we uh, we covered a lot. It was great to get a couple questions at the end here. Thank you guys for jumping on and, and throwing those in there. Always makes it a little more interesting to you know kind of think on our feet for a minute. So uh, hopefully everybody that was able to to join us here had some fun. Um, and then if you're listening on podcast, thank you for taking a little bit of time and. Uh, hearing two guys kind of ramble on about, you know, their thoughts, their teams, uh, all of our personal biases and opinions that, you know, we're, we're trying to sort out in our own leagues. So hopefully something in there was helpful or interesting to you, but um, give us a, a rate and review. If you have a minute, we'd love to hear, you know, anything that we can do to you know, make this fun for the rest of the season here as we go. Um, but uh, outside of that bill, you know, it's, it's crazy to think that um, we're, we're pushing past 25% of quarter of the season's, going to be over after tomorrow. Yeah. That's, and we're, uh, exciting. we're marching toward, yeah, uh, the culmination this year. So um, again, thank you to everyone that was here in the chat and uh, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, you've got Bill at Super Flex here. You've got me at DR and Square PRA. Hit up Josh. I know he loves to answer some of the start sick questions on Saturday night, Sunday morning on the X. So tag him and some stuff. But uh, I think we've done a good job. And I think your dog is waiting for me to say that we are... <laughs> Done, Bill. Late?